listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 119, where we will be discussing chapter 9 in Clockwork Princess, Graven in Metal. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. I'm sorry, Robin. I had to enunciate which word that is. <laughs> What Robin do doesn't was remember. It moist? Robin was just talking shit. It was, it's just, it's old shit. Never mind. Okay, I'm literally always talking shit, so that did not jog my memory. <laughs> she hates it when people use the wrong metal for metal. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, like yeah. a group of adults. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to write it on an envelope. Potentially. I don't know. I'm going to write it on the envelope and hand it in. That's what I decided. That's my petty. That's great. I got to brag on Robin for a minute. So for my birthday, which was like a month and a half ago, but I haven't seen Robin since my birthday. So uh, I went over to Robin's house this weekend and she gave me a birthday present. That I was very excited about. She gave me two new D&D books. The the critical role ones. So like the campaign book and then the the guide to Wild Mount. Which I'm very, very excited about. So I get home and I'm, you know, I'm like, okay. You know, I get everyone settled. Do, you know, we do whatever and it's late and I'm just gonna go relax so I go out back and I've got my little like fairy lights on and I pull my books out and I start reading you know because I'm excited my husband comes out and he's just like he literally yelled nerd for a good three minutes like, he <laughs> was taken over by the spirit of Amanda yeah <laughs> was possessed he was like, you fucking nerd. He's like, you're so excited. It's disturbing. <laughs> I'm so glad that he is there in my place. <laughs> to keep me in line when you're not there. Because <laughs> yeah. that is all I'm thinking. I just don't get it. But, okay, I have a question. Uh-huh. And you may have some more to the story, but I have to ask before I forget. I don't. Who do you, do, like, okay, do you actually play? Because I know you've talked about, like, watching no. people. I just really okay. like, I really want to play, like, desperately. And so I told Robin, as soon as I opened it, I was like, you know what this means. And her response is, yes, I know. That's why I gave them to you. It's so part of like, the present, <laughs> is what I said. We didn't, we didn't have Can to. Can you play with just the two of you? We're going to make our children do it with us. Yeah. We're going to rope our kids oh, okay. into the. Okay. Yes. The old, you know, obviously Audrey. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. That's so funny. My son moved over the weekend, my oldest, mm-hmm. and um, he's still here cleaning out his room tonight because he was a teenager in that room. Yeah. But Lincoln <laughs> went in there last night and was finding like magic cards on the floor and found one of the, the Dungeon and Dragon, whatever, the, the D&D um, die. Oh, dice? uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like a polyhedral. Oh my gosh, he was so excited, like showing <laughs> us this die. He was stoked. It's so it. crazy, all those little sides to it. I love it. All those little sides. <laughs> I love it. There's this guy on the on the the TikTok there that um, uses that die to decide what his sandwiches for the day. 
I love that. Like, he writes down the numbers and, like, oh, today's ham. And then we're going to have, like, a weird topping. What kind of cheese do you use? I I watched that, so I guess. (laughs) You've had to watch more than one video on that, and I love it. I'm here for it. (laughs) And every time I send them to Drew. (laughs) Here for it. Yep. (laughs) Sandwich roulette. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well maybe, that's exciting. Yeah, we'll rope somebody else in maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Like, Do you play it online or would you guys play IRL? We play IRL. Yeah. Okay. Rather do that than on yeah. the internet. Same. Okay. Which is why I – because I, I could have gone online and found, right. you know, a group to play with or whatever. But I didn't – I wanted to play in person. And I'm too much of a chicken shit to go to the game store that we have, like, two miles from my house and – Okay. Go there for game night because I can't. It, I, I'm well, too awkward. Yeah. I, I would need a buddy. And you don't know what yeah. you're, like, if you're, like, not that you don't know what you're doing, but you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I want to be in a You safe don't want to bring anybody down if, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I It's it's crazy to listen to, because Drew plays every, like, Tuesday with his friends online. Uh-huh. And, um, like, he tells me, oh, today's my day to write the story or something. I've been working on it for, like a month or something and i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> okay <laughs> been working on this episode of 2020 for a month <laughs> that's about it <laughs> uh, oh, anywho yeah. you guys will have to keep us updated i'm sure we have a lot of people that are into that because it seems very common like a lot of people like i it. know because it's cool now uh-huh. Okay, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe not by Amanda's standards. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I thought that this book stuff was nerdy, and I'm into that. So, you know. Mm-hmm. You, but, so you're like, saying there's a chance. It to Andy. And I'm like, so there's, like, vampires and stuff? And he's just like, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Werewolves? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, anyway. um, maybe we'll... Um, have you make a character and you'll just be like soups into it too and you don't even know <laughs> except um amanda's would be like a bard and oh, the power 100%. would be like singing 90 songs yes Ooh. that's how you would like cast your spell and <laughs> vicious mockery would be like <laughs> her jam you're a real bummer you know <laughs> Is that what I sound like? (laughs) This is why nobody likes you. (laughs) Famous Amanda quotes that she has actually said out loud. And they were perfect for the situation, too. Oh, I love that. Yeah, actually, she's saying what we're all thinking. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Good times. Yeah. What about you? You guys got anything else to share? Um, my family got COVID, obviously. That's been a bummer. And I can't even say bummer correctly. I'm still so congested. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I had gotten it before I had a baby because that was hard. But, you know. Right. Yeah. Life is life, and we're we're here. We're okay. Yeah, that's good. It's crazy though that that crap is still going around. Yeah, I guess it may be forever. Who knows? Yeah, but but yeah. it does feel like still like come on. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> can yeah. we be done? 
please. <laughs> well, and what's crazy is I, my husband brought it home <laughs> from Vegas. He went to a Vegas show last week. Um, like not, yeah, not like traveling salesman. Show, yeah, yeah, not like not like her a, husband's a literal a traveling salesman. Like, <laughs> wait, who's it? Like Celine Dion on residency or right. something like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did see um, oh whatever that illusionist is, and he was like, uh, but um, anyway, so he brought that home, and so he was sick on Monday. And then the kids and I started, the kids got sick Wednesday afternoon. I was actually on the phone with Robin for work. And I'm like, Olivia's in my arms. I'm like, she feels hot. And within like 20 minutes, she was like really hot. And I took her temperature and it was almost 103, like Ooh. just that quickly. And um, then Lincoln started about two hours after that. And um, and then I was the, that evening. But anyway, so it was Wednesday. Um, I tested myself yesterday. So that would have been what is today? So it would have been Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was still very, very, very positive. Or no, it was Monday. Today's Tuesday. I forgot yeah. we changed the recording day. <laughs> anyway, so I was still very positive. So I text my boss and I was like, hey, I'm not going to come in tomorrow. I have Corona, whatever. Um, I've arranged somebody to cover for me because I had to go out with Robin and go to customers' houses. And um, he ended up calling me and he's like, well, technically, you know, if you want to, you technically can still come in because it's been so many days since your symptoms. And I was like, I'm still testing positive. Like, <laughs> I I mean, if you want me to, I'll come in. But like, he's like, no, you already got coverage. It's fine. It's just, you know, if you, because he knows I like to get out of that. Like, I, I uh-huh. for my mental health, it's been good for me to get out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's reading all the stuff online and stuff. Yeah. And apparently I would have been okay to leave my house. And I'm like, I am still very sick. And I'm testing positive. And it's not just like a faint line. It is bright. Definitely positive. Do not leave your home. It's crazy. Like, I'd rather recommend. not. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can test positive for like months afterwards. Yeah. Um, And on it's like five days from your start symptoms. of symptoms yeah. or like 24 hours fever free without. So like even if you had like so crazy. if you get a fever tomorrow, like that wouldn't count or whatever. But, like, I mean, honestly, if you feel bad and your kids are bad, like, just yeah. stay home. Like, Absolutely. And I was able to arrange it, obviously. And he was fine. It was not a big deal because, obviously, I work from home most of the time anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, the guy is crazy yeah. to think, yeah, like, what they're recommending. Because yeah. so, we, anyway. were, we were sick in November and it was 10 days or 14 yeah. days or something like that. I don't know. I'm of the camp of I don't care what you have, whether it's COVID or not. If you're still like running from the nose, stay inside. I don't want to get yeah. sick. Fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even want a cold. Absolutely. No, I don't. <laughs> I did so good. I was like, I was like, I made it two years without getting sick at all. And I was like, this uh-huh. is fucking the shit. This is awesome. Because I always get like really fucking sick when I get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I was loving it. And then I got a yeah. fucking ear infection and a sinus infection. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm glad it's not COVID, but also like, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Where did I pick this up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't leave my fucking house. Daycare. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Oh, what do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? I almost stopped recording, so sorry. Oh God, <laughs> I did not. Okay, good. Okay, it's gonna be a good time. Okay, so um, we're not gonna cut our chit chat yet. 
because um, Amazing Robin reminded us that we have a review. Oh, shit. Do we? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She is so good. You know, today I had to call someone for work and I was like, I can't do this because Robin has my phone, my work phone, blah, 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 because she's a literal angel. And he's like, yeah, she's number one. And I was like, I know. Um, But I'm not. I have a second best medal that I got (laughs) from work that says overall female and it's hanging in my office at home. He doesn't know that. Who was so, it? In his eyes, you're number one. Oh, wait, never mind. We're, we're not yeah. doing that. Okay, move on. Yeah. Okay. So this says, oh, it's from MCH 2029. Title is Best Podcast Ever. Oh, my God. I agree. <laughs> I love this podcast. I'm an avid podcast listener, and this is one of my favorite. They are so funny and relatable that I feel like I'm hanging out with my BFFs and talking about our favorite book series. Perfect way to make my commute bearable. Totally recommend Michelle. Aw, thank, thank you. you Michelle. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Michelle. We often get people that are not podcast listeners. Right. So it's <laughs> nice to have someone that like has some oomph behind them a little bit about them and they still like us. Yeah. Right. They're like we've seen some <laughs> shit, and we're we like we we actually have other things to compare you to, and we still like you. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh my gosh! All right. That that's that's appreciated. Yes. So now thank we're you, gonna cut you. the chit chat. Previously on Downworld or Dish. Fred and George are busy rummaging through Charlotte's desk to come up with some juicy hot goss for the console, for the console Whalen. That's what I wrote, and I'm going to stick to it. The I console. Like it. But are unsuccessful. So they decide to make up another ridiculous letter to send when they're caught red-handed by Sophie. Gideon's able to get her to read the letter to see that they really are on Team Lottie, and Sophie pledges herself to their cause. After following the instructions left by Church, Tessa meets Jim in the music room. They quickly squash their argument, and Jim plays Tessa a song that he composed himself. Lest we forget, he's wielding, what, Stradivarius? Mm-hmm. Am I saying that correctly? I think uh-huh. so. Yeah, lest, like, don't, don't forget that. Anyway, mm-hmm. Jim and Tessa decide, they don't want to wait for <laughs> to be over. I love it. That was beautiful. I was going to put for Jim's life to be over, but it was too sad. Yeah. <laughs> it was too sad to sing. You wouldn't have been able to get through it without cracking your voice. I couldn't get through that without cracking, and then I didn't sing the second part. <laughs> um, They're going to get married on the ASAP. They share their news over breakfast that goes over just as well as you would expect, complete within a fashionably late entrance by Will. Everyone is giving their reasons why it's a bad idea. And of course, Gabriel and Will almost go to fisticuffs. Thankfully, the conversation is broken up with the announcement of Jasmine's arrival. They all go down to meet her at the gate and Will and Tessa hold back to be able to have an inappropriate conversation in which the beans are almost spilt. Once outside, Charlotte has a sneaking suspicion that shit is going to go haywire. And unfortunately, she's correct. Because Morty's metal mobsters crash their party and yeet the silent brothers across the courtyard. (laughs) I love it. Morty's metal mobsters. I love it. 
You'll see why I love it in a little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fishing from the same pond? <laughs> Close. Um, I wrote this on not our Word document either, just so you know. <laughs> no, I of pulled- course. There's, there's, it just happens. There's no uh-huh. rhyme or reason. I guarantee you, if you're not going to read the rest of the sections of the chapter, you're not going to read my written script either. <laughs> <laughs> I read the whole chapter this time, guys. <laughs> I was talking about you as myself as well. <laughs> like... um, I have to read the whole chapter because I'm last. So yeah. there's oh, that. that's right. Listen, that's right. I don't always read Ro- Kristen's part, and I'm in the middle. So <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, I do. You have read the likes it. to live dangerously, right? Yeah. Well, and you've read it more recently than I have. To be yeah, fair. yeah, it was like a year ago or something. So we're jumping right into their action, folks, because in case you were wondering, Silent Brothers aren't full of dust and cobwebs. Apparently, they bleed as red as we all do. Who would have thunk it? I really expected it to be like, you know, in Hocus Pocus, Billy, when when he cuts his mouth open and it yep. and those like moths and stuff. Yeah, that's what I expected so their gross. insides to be like. <laughs> Just that old. Yeah. But I guess uh, it hasn't been talked about how old that they, I feel like maybe we've talked about it, but like, what do they die from? Just like the murder? Sil- the Silent Brothers? <laughs> yeah. They're not dead. They've just been transformed. Like, she said, like, how do they die? Are they immortal? Yeah. How do they die? What's yeah. their lifespan? Oh. Yeah, What's the I, 411? I They've just okay, been okay. murdered. Just murder so far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Tessa's kind of standing there on the steps like, the fuck? What is happening? <laughs> she hasn't yeah. processed what's unfolding yet. And the benefit of that is that we get an overview of the scene at play. So Charlotte's head bitch in charge, and she's in, in, she's, that's Mm -hmm. the word that I'm using. So she's calling out orders to Henry um, and makes a beeline, or she's calling out orders, and Henry makes a beeline for the carriage where Jessamine is and pulls her out. Or rather, she kind of like falls out of the carriage into his arms. Listen, she she may be looking like Anne Hathaway in Les Miserables, but she's still a dramatic bitch with flair, and that doesn't just go away. <laughs> Henry turns around and he's gonna run back to the institute with Jessamine, uh, but the second carriage, seemingly sent from Magister Mortmain's Pandemonium Emporium Circus Department, uh, because <laughs> automatons come pooping out. You have to stop for laughter. Pause for laughter, please. <laughs> car when I read this part. <laughs> so it's hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but pooping. They come pooping out. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's supposed to say pouring out, but the automatons come pooping out of that thing like they're late for a clown funeral. <sighs> my abs hurt. <laughs> Only these Autobots are different, more advanced, dare I say, refined. Monty's been busy upgrading his life and it shows. They stepped it up for the Automaton 5S. They're smoother, sleek, sleeker, and deadlier than ever, baby. 
All we're missing is Mortmain in a black turtleneck and mom jeans. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's not even bothering with like giving them faces anymore, right? No. They're just like, he's like seats fuck of it. metal. Functionality. It's good. We're we're getting rid of all the bells and whistles. It's gonna be sleek. <laughs> They're more aerodynamic. Like space. Yeah. <laughs> The Shadowhunters are instantly in motion. They've excessively trained for moments like this, and it's very clear that Tessa, despite living with the Shadowhunters for a few months now, hasn't really caught up to where everyone else is, and in turn is a step behind without a weapon. Thankfully, Victorians were all about that pomp and circumstance, so the entryway is lined with decorative weapons, which Tessa makes... Uh, of which Tessa makes use, uh, choosing a sword from the wall and racing into the melee. Melee. So now we've left and come back, so we've got to reassess the situation again. Jessamine is on the ground next to the carriage, trying not to catch a knife hand to the face, uh, while Henry fends off the advancing uh, robot. The rest of the devilish... (laughs) Sorry. The rest of the devilish Daleks... (laughs) Spread out, uh, fighting the people who carry weapons on them when a man-man bent on taking over the world has been sending them threatening fan mail. (laughs) Gideon and Gabriel are battling a giant, like this giant one with spiked hands at the bottom of the stairs. And Jem got his cane out and he's slicing and dicing with the best of them. Charlotte's Electrum Whip is on fire. These people are running on all cylinders. Uh Uh-huh. This whip is so badass. <laughs> exactly. I love hearing about Charlotte in action. I'm a little sad, though, since she's pregnant and it's dangerous. Yeah. But this is fun. <laughs> Agreed. I know it's not for them. Right. But it's fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so despite Charlotte's expert skills with the Z, the robot keeps coming. And this is Tessa's main character moment, okay? She's been waiting 202 pages of this book to actually do something. She grips the sword, remembering her training, and swings, severing the automaton's other arm. Plot twist, robots can't feel pain. Without faltering, (laughs) the armless creature lowered its spiked head in Charlotte's direction and goes for it. And she decapitates it. Sorry, Tessa. Mama Charlotte's got this. She's like, I didn't actually you. have just you. decapitated. <laughs> you were kind of in the pop. way. I couldn't get the whip around. So, you, you know, so he got one off on me, but. <laughs> the Lightwoods had their mechanical monstrosity on the ground. Uh, Henry wasn't faring so well. And so Charlotte runs after her husband. But before Tessa could follow, a dark figure blocked her path. It was Mrs. Black. <laughs> It's supposed to say dun dun dun, <laughs> like dun dun dun, but it says fun fun dun. <laughs> fun fun dun, fun fun dun. That sounds like a Law and Order thing. <laughs> it does. It does. I love Back- that. Is it is Law and Order the one where it's like the, it's the intro so jazzy? Bam 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 bam. When Lincoln was little, he would come running when it was on, and he'd like, jump on the couch. He loved it. Uh, so uh, back in the Institute, blissfully unaware of the hell being raised in the courtyard, Will searches for Cyril. He wonders idly how Sophie manages not to murder Bridget in the on the reg uh, <laughs> as another of her foreboding songs echoes through the halls. I shall read it for you because... 
I like it. Oh, mother, mother, make my bed. Make it soft and narrow. My William died for love of me, and I shall die of sorrow. They buried her in the old churchyard. Sweet William's grave was nigh hers. And from his grave grew a red, red rose, and from her grave a briar. They grew and grew up the old church spire until they could grow no higher. And there they twined in a true love knot the red, red rose and the briar. All right. Well, whatever the fuck that means. Um, (laughs) (laughs) A shot goes through Will's chest. And I think it has to do with his parapetite bond like the the shock that went that through too. his body and yeah and at the same time the demon detecting multi-million dollar ruby necklace that will is wearing pulses <laughs> so quick sidebar we know how this necklace works because we know eventually somehow it got to um our girl izzy uh-huh um but like why did magnus not tell him what it did like am i crazy or he didn't tell him yeah. right yeah but like, I don't think so. But Magnus had to have known. Like, the first thing he did was going to, like, detect magic on it or whatever. Right? Like, when he got it, he, of course he would check. I mean, Why do you think he would have given that to Camille? I guess to keep her safe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's also weird to me, because I forgot that we, um, Woolsey talked about how expensive it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's surprising that a 17-year-old girl is walking around with that if it's that expensive. Because it's just getting pricier as time goes on. Right? <laughs> I wonder, like... So the automatons are... What am I... I'm trying to say cast upon, but that sounds stupid. Yeah, they have dark they're magic. Like, they have animated. dark magic. Yeah, yeah. they're animated mm-hmm. using dark magic. So it's like demonic is in nature mm-hmm. right which is why it's pulsing mm-hmm. but it's not going to be like magnus isn't does that count because like, he's half demon like does it pulse when he wears it i don't right? know yeah he just wore it to vibrate but you think he comes in contact with enough enough like like if he summoned a demon or whatever he would notice uh-huh. uh-huh maybe that's why he gave it to will he was over it <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, like you need this more than i pulsing do on me fuck <laughs> It won't shut up. It keeps me up at night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when when Will has this like moment where he has the shock of pain through his chest and the and his necklace starts pulsing, you know, it, you know that moment that you're in a rave and you're like, doom, doom, you just feel that beat. <laughs> you know? It's like one of those things. Well, he's, he's all dramatic about it. He, like, grabs his chest and staggers back like he's having a fucking heart attack or something. And his theatrics catch the attention of Bridget and Sophie, who are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you now? Yeah, yeah. Now what is it? That's what I say to Lincoln. Now what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Will says, uh, quote, we must go downstairs quickly. Something has gone terribly wrong. So can one of you remind me, like, why Why do I not remember he didn't go outside with everyone? Because Charlotte asked, she's like, since one of the two of you are here fiddle-fucking around in the back, go get Cyril. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're probably oh, going to need help with right. the carriages. Oh, that's right. He couldn't find him. Yeah. <clears throat> that's right. 
Okay. God, I'm sorry. That was so loud. Sorry. Okay. My vitamin God, water worst. was back. Okay, you guys, we're going to go back outside. Oh, shit. The actions. Hmm. Bring the action. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so my section is a lot of the fight. So I apologize. I like it. All of it. <laughs> so Tessa reacts to seeing Mrs. Black and is like, um, I thought you were like totally dead. I saw you die. What the hell? And um, just in time, an automaton gives Tessa a big hug <laughs> that sweeps her off her feet. And uh, Mrs. Black, this bitch is like, oh, girl, aren't you even a little bit happy to see me? Like, I was the first person that you knew in England. So, like, we should be a BFFs. But you've made your choice of, like, you've made a home here with these people, haven't you? Like, yeah, yeah, I have. Did you think I wanted to be home with you? Right? <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So Tessa um, has a little bit more um, spite behind her, I guess I can say, <laughs> emotion. And um, she roars back and spits in Mrs. Black's face. She's like, as if. Could you imagine someone spitting in your face? Dude. Oh, my God. So gross. Imagine how, like, okay, <clears throat> again, going back to the time period is like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's, like, coming from a lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess she didn't have her arms and stuff. That's all she could do. But Def- the defiance, I love it. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't love getting spit in the face. It's all kind of gross, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder if she actually like hawked a loogie, like like on um, Titanic when Jack is teaching Rose how to hawk a loogie. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe she doesn't know how. Okay, so um, Tessa's basically like, "Yeah, I'm not going with you. I would rather die." And uh, Mrs. Black is like, "Um." I can't kill you, though. <laughs> you know this. Mortmain wants you alive. Okay, I have a question. Why do the henchmen always tell the protagonist that? Wouldn't they want to keep yep. it like they don't know what's going on and they don't know if they want to kill them or not? Like, now you just told her that you're not going to kill her. So she's going to try yep. even harder to get away. Yeah, She's going to spit in your face again. You told her there was a chance. <laughs> So you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. That's what I said to Amanda earlier. Exactly. (laughs) Don't leave the door open. Yeah. That's how you got in this I guess it reminds us. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it reminds us that the Dark Sisters work for Mortmain. I I don't know. I guess that's the Mm -hmm. whole reason for saying it. Like, Uh just a reminder, I'm taking you because I'm doing this for Mortmain. I don't want you. She she had to make it seem like she it wasn't her chasing after Tessa. <laughs> yeah, I would kill you, yeah, but he wants you sure. alive. <laughs> so just as the automaton, because it's still holding her, just as it starts to walk forward um, and take Tessa to the carriage, it falls with Tessa in its arms to the ground. And Tessa, like, she hurts her wrist really badly, which... I don't maybe it started letting go like how did she free her arm maybe she just fell on her wrist awkwardly maybe yeah because I'm imagining she like tried to stop herself from falling right. but I don't know it does not matter she hurt her wrist and now she's probably gonna have to wear those little wrap things that Robin wears every now and then <laughs> <laughs> my old lady wrist bandage. she comes in and she's like <laughs> strong she hand. does not moan like that <laughs> 
<laughs> I, yeah. Oh, wow. So anyway, she'll get one of those later, but she's okay for now. <laughs> so, of course, just-in-time Jem comes to the rescue, and he is the reason that the automaton fell. He had, like, slashed it. So then he goes after the robot to finish him, but not before, like, checking to make sure Tessa's okay. Oh, Because he's romantic like that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But this automaton doesn't fucking quit. He's like, no, I ain't got no. Okay. Um, Because <laughs> he uses his remaining arm to grab Te- Jem at the ankle and, like, swoops his feet out from under him. Ooh. And I just feel like maybe Jem is running out of steam a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have his drug, maybe. Because that seems like it should have been something he should have thought of. It's like when you take someone down that has a gun, you kick it out of the way. Right, 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 right. right. A trained person knows that. <sighs> and a person that watches a lot of um, Law & Order, like me. <laughs> I feel like Amanda and I watching TV are the same person. Just constantly <laughs> yelling at the TV. Like, what are you doing, you idiot? Don't you know? Like, in all the cop shows where they always call out to the person and give them an opportunity to run. Like, what are you doing? Yes. They weren't yeah, even paying please. attention to you. You're a whole mile away from them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like those memes where you're, like, sitting on your couch eating popcorn, but you're yelling at the people that are doing, like... Oh, in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was terrible. Look at that splash. <laughs> like, fucking lame. You're my fat ass on the couch. That's what is it, armchair quarterbacking? What is yeah. that? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's great. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Jem and this automaton go rolling down the steps together. They're wrestling with an A. <laughs> wrestling. And Tessa tries to get up and get Jem his sword cane. Again, has to be called a sword cane. But um, she's stopped by Mrs. Black again, and she's basically, like, chloroformed, and she's out. <laughs> Does this smell funny to you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> smell this washcloth. <laughs> what do you think? That's something you would do with um, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What was he they like, are so weird. <laughs> my shirt got washed with a diaper on accident. Smell it. And I'm like, okay. What? Why? I don't yep. know. Why would you even be wearing it without washing it again? <laughs> I don't think he realized it. I didn't realize it. it. Like, this must have been what happened. And then I was like, dude, my wedding ring smells so bad. Smell it. And he's like, okay. And I was like, oh, why? why? I don't and I'm know. just sitting back as a spectator. Why does your wedding ring smell? I have so many questions. Because um, I was, I didn't take it off when I was cutting onions, and so it smelled like onions and garlic. So now I She's take a it big off band. before oh, I okay, I cook. Yeah, I have a very wide band. Gotcha. And I learned just my soldered lesson together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I learned my lesson. Yeah, I, I take it off now when I chop. Veggies. Right. Especially stanky ones like onions and garlic. Stanky. I always forget to take mine off. It's terrible. I'm sure that there's raw meat mixed in with my diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to wear mine for three weeks because the metal broke me out again. Oh. Oh. Ten years. Ten years. Yep. One more yeah. year. <laughs> I legit stopped. I was like, Kristen said five years. Are you lying to me? Are you lying to me? I don't know. 
I don't know either. It doesn't matter. Maybe my husband was lying to me or he just has it wrong. I don't know. He gave them all to me at the same time, so he doesn't care, obviously. Right. <laughs> it's not like he was paying attention. That's fair. That's fair. <sighs> so, Tessa's out, and then we're taken back to Will's POV as he gets outside. And so we get a quick rundown of where, like an update of where everyone is. So Tessa isn't anywhere to be seen. So obviously, in Will's point of view, she's hiding. Because, mm. you know, Tessa wouldn't be out there trying to fight. That's totally it's her like you don't know. Yeah, you, it's like you don't know the woman you love at all. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> she's going to just be hiding out there like Jessamine. Anyway, so Jessamine is still by the wheel of the carriage with Henry and Charlotte protecting her. Gideon and Gabriel are fighting with two automatons, like the perfect warrior specimens that they are. It's basically described that way. Uh Yeah. Like, they're so good at this, basically. I loved that because it was from Will. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know Will had to stop and check him out. (laughs) Will only fights with Gabriel because he's so super into him. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, my throat was really dry there for a second. So, and Cecily is kneeling over a, the shadow hunter who's all bloody. The silent brother. She's sweet. God, thank you. The shadow brother. <laughs> is that what I said? You said shadow hunter. You did. Oh, my bad. So Will notices a carriage hauling ass away from the Institute, but he gives no shits about the carriage because he sees that Jem is at the bottom of the steps. And another automaton is coming after him. Like, he's fine, but there's one, like, hot at his tail, basically. So, Will realizes that um, Bridget and Sophie had come outside with him. And um, so, they want the cheese made, too, obviously, I guess. Yeah, don't leave us out. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what's going It's like, um, well, my daughter was little and the dog pooped in the house. And you're like, damn it! Dog pooped in the house. She'd be like, let me see! <laughs> Yes, come see the poop. <laughs> so much fun. Yep. Uh, she's so Sophie. <laughs> Especially for Sophie. Like, it seems like she's actually, which, whatever. But it seems like she's not able to actually do anything. Like, she's not using her training um, to, like Tessa is. She goes over to where Cecily is with the silent brother. That is what he's called. And Bridget the badass, dude, is fighting an automaton on her own. She's just like, don't worry, I got this. I'm just going to sing him a lullaby. (laughs) I'm a killing machine. Point me where I need to be. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) So Will refocuses and throws Jem his sword cane. And um, Jem cuts this bitch to pieces, this automaton that was coming after him. He's making sure this one isn't going to grab his ankles. He learned his lesson the first time. And Will gives him a fuck yeah, bro. Look. (laughs) But Jem doesn't return the bra look. <laughs> is he mad? Did he, like, does he know I used his lip gloss? Is he hurt? What's going on? <laughs> and so Will um, moves to get closer so they could actually talk about their feelings in the middle of a battle. <laughs> but Jem is so upset that he runs away down the street. <laughs> and um, so Will starts to go after Jem. Of course, he's like dead sprinting after him, but an automaton stops him and he stabs the automaton in the chest with this like this round of robots, obviously, as Kristen said, much stronger. They're stronger (laughs) than yesterday. (laughs) Gotta give love to Brittany right now. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, it comes back for more. And um, so Will grabs his dagger. Like, he reaches down to grab his dagger. Yes, I am reaching down to my ankle as if I have a dagger <laughs> to show you guys that he's grabbing his dagger. And um, he's about to go at it again, but it's suddenly falling to pieces. What is happening? And it's Bridget. So cool. So um, she's playing out all that anger and death from her songs on these automatons. And she's like, bro, you should be more careful. <laughs> and then she just like goes over to Henry and starts helping him. Like it's literally no big deal. She is so badass. I wish we could have gotten more of this before. Yeah, dude. I, she's just so cool. Kit, in the kitchen, she's good with knives, you know. <laughs> she's got lots of I, st- yeah. skills. This is probably one of my favorite scenes in, in this trilogy is Bridget like just coming out of fucking nowhere and just being a boss. Like it's so unexpected. Like you it's knew very that she cool. had some skill, but you didn't expect her to be like, oh no, I got this. Well, because she was it's it's very weird to me that they gave her up. Right. Like, to come to the institute. Like that's just very oh, like yeah. I feel like there's way more to her story and I want a novella. Like I, I want, I want to know what her deal is. Like I feel like she'd be so interesting. She's got to have some crazy story. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <sighs> yeah. So she um, walks over to Henry, and um, he's like battling, obviously, an automaton, and she just walks up and like stabs it through the torso. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> And sparks start to fly, and Jessamine's like, yeah, I'm out. And she starts to, like, crawl away on the ground where there's broken glass getting into her hands and knees and stuff on, because she's on all fours. And it's a very sad scene. Like, she's obviously very terrified and just weak. And um, so Will comes to her rescue. And he, like, he scoops her up, which is just so cool. Mm-hmm. I know that they didn't super get along, and he was really, like, not stoked about her coming back. But that's just, I'm sure he can see. Yeah how frail she looks and like she's that charlotte was right she's not the same person and she needs help yeah um yeah yeah so she goes limp against will like my six-month-old daughter when i'm trying to put her to bed she just like grabs his lapels <laughs> like he's not gonna let go onto my shirt <laughs> yeah you're not putting me down <laughs> nice try <laughs> nope It's like my kid used to put his hand on my face. And I'm just like, I need you to stop. She's like, I have adult acne and your grubby little fucking hands are not helping. It's so cute. And it's cute for a little bit. But like three Uh months of it. I'm just like, dude, can you can you not? Can you can you not? Where have your hands been? It's, you know, they're clammy and they're on my face. And at first it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it's, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's like Lincoln didn't start talking until right, like, literally when we brought Olivia home. So it's only been about six months now. And he's so he's been saying mama for probably like eight months, maybe. He was very old when he started saying it. Obviously, he's speech delayed. But the other day, I was finally just like, dude, I wanted you to say mama so bad for so long. (laughs) And now I would like you to stop for just like an hour. Please say dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Just one time. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. <clears throat> okay. So Will carries Jessamine away from the chaos and toward the Institute. Behind him, Charlotte and Co. are still hacking away at the automatons in the courtyard. And Jessamine starts to demand that Will set her down. But of course, Will's like, what are you, crazy? 
I gotta get you inside. <laughs> she tells him that um, if he ever cared for her at all, uh, he would set her down because she's not going to survive long enough to make it inside the Institute. And Will obliges, cradling her in his arms as blood is, like, pooling up and staining this all-white dress that she's wearing. Because as we haven't mentioned yet, she's in, like, this – I'm assuming oh, it's right. not, like, petticoats and buttons. like, a grossy white, like – Like, shift that dress. Cotton. Yeah. Gown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her head is basically buzz-cutted. Like, it's mm-hmm. cut short. Like a fever patient, so she has no hair. Oh yeah, and that's I imagine very roughly. I was just imagining it was like sweaty to her head. Yeah, they've chopped, they've cut all of her hair off. Oh my god, with that's probably terrible. like shears, Poor so baby. it like looks like yeah. shit. I'm assuming. Like you saw Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, Cersei's yeah. walk like of Cersei. shame. Like that's what I envisioned oh. her head looking like. Uh-huh. And Poor baby, um, she's very, very, very like weighs nothing. She's like mm-hmm. starved mm-hmm. basically. And it's mean that they did that to her. I'm assuming. I, mean, I don't know why they shaved her head. Yeah. That I don't know. I'm assuming she probably refused to eat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of that. Uh huh. And I'm sure the food's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where do they even like who's cooking her food? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like. Yeah. And they said that, they, I mean, they had been trying to get her because she had like a block in her brain. So I'm sure like whatever magic they're mm-hmm. doing took a toll on her. Yeah. yeah. And maybe they like were trying to see if there was something physically on like her head mm-hmm. or something, which is maybe why they cut her hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they're just mean. Yeah. yeah. One of the two. She's vain. So cut her hair. Mm-hmm. Right. Psychological torture <clears throat> or something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll get you to talk. Okay. Anyway awful will asks her where the wound is and she tells him that one of the automatons ripped its talons through her back and pierced her heart and of course go to shadow hunter medicine will offers an erotzi to which she like firmly declines will suggests the silent brothers and she says quote even their power cannot save me besides i cannot bear to have them touch me again i would rather die i am dying and i'm glad of it and Will has a moment where he's like that Kevin Hart video clip when he's like, me, I'm like 56 years old. And he goes, damn. <laughs> and then he immediately apologizes. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh, anyway, he has this moment where he is flashing back to when Jessamine first came to the Institute It's 14-year-old Firecracker, and they both weren't very kind to each other, but Will sort of admired what he describes as the strength of her hatred (laughs) and the force of her will. That's a way to describe someone. Yeah. Yeah. Those are Will's words. So he reaches down and holds her cheek and says her name, which is very, like, sweet of him to do that. Mm -hmm. And then in my head, I'm just like, dude, HIV, man, wear gloves. (laughs) Because I have been scared. Like, yep. I can't. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) He's like, we don't know what AIDS is, but we do know what typhoid is. I don't, that's all I can think about. Like, it's because I have medical anxiety issues in my brain. Yeah. Anyway, 
Jessamine is try is like true to her unapologetic, rude ass behavior. Okay, <laughs> dude, <for real. laughs> and is like, don't be nice to me. I know that you hate me. You never even came to visit me in the Silent City, like everyone else did. You're not like the others. You are unforgiven. Wait, you are unforgiving. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you are unforgiving. But it sounds like she's not forgiving him. Yeah. So. Right. I remember that you didn't come to my birthday party and everybody else is fucking there. Okay. <laughs> and Will reflects on it for a moment. He's like, hmm, you know what? You're basically right. Like, Jim's a forgiving one. It's cool. Like, I'm on brand. And Jessamine replies with this quote. And yet I always liked you better. Her eyes darted over his face thoughtfully. Oh, no, no, not like that. She doesn't say it like that. That was me taking liberties as reading. She is yeah. dying. Okay. Right. She's dying to tell him she didn't have a crush on him. Yeah. No, no. Like this, She's wasting her last breaths to make sure that Will doesn't think. Like, that I know you she... think you're hot shit, but... I'm gonna this take is not what I'm trying to say. My dying breath take to you cut down you off. down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Continuing. Don't think it. But the way you hated yourself, I always understood that. Jim always wanted to give me a chance, as Charlotte did. But I do not want the gifts of generous hearts. I want to be seen as I am. And because you do not pity me, I know if I ask you to do something, you will do it. Then she starts gasping for breath. Blood is bubbling at her mouth. And Will knew like this meant that like blood had filled her lungs and she's like drowning basically. And um, this was like the end for her. She's going to die. And he asks her, asks her what it is that she wants him to do. And now if this was another person, you might get something like burn my unsent correspondence or kill Mortmain and avenge my death. Okay. Mm. Clear my browser history. Right. <laughs> but, hey. <laughs> yeah. But that's what the incognito is for. Right. I know, but still. Just, Just make yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. You're the first one that goes burn my shit. Make sure. Send, yeah. Send my letters. Burn my, avenge my death. No. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Jessamine's dying wish is that Will makes sure that nothing happens to her dolls. Oh. That is which is sad because that's her that's what's the most important thing to her in the world. Yeah, yeah. and she says baby Jesse. Yeah. And he's like baby Jesse and then he's like oh your dolls. Yeah. Fucking well cuz it's the last thing that she has from her parents and it's it was her form of escapism and like yep. it's just so tragic because it goes to show that Jessamine was just an immature girl who needed guidance and was angry at herself mm -hmm. and everybody around her because her parents were dead. Like she was uh -huh. just a hurt little girl. It's so fucking sad. It is awful. Yeah. And okay. So Will is taken aback at her request. He's like a little bit. It's like you're, cause he's like your dolls. Mm -hmm. But um, he tells her that he, she won't let anything happen to her stuff. And Jessamine says, like, like, you can tell that she's at ease. Like, it settles her or whatever. And she said that she was afraid they wouldn't want anything to remember her by. So they would, like, Aww. burn them or get rid of them. And Will lets her know that she isn't hated and not to go to whatever world lies beyond the earth thinking that way. 
And Jessamine's like, oh, yeah. But you would have liked me a whole lot more if I could tell you exactly where Morty is. <laughs> I wouldn't have lost all your love then. Aww. And Will's like, he perks up and he begs her to tell him, like, earn my love back then. This is literally what he says to her, like, earn the love back then. Tell us where he is. Yeah. And um, she whispers Idris. And Will is has like this major eye roll moment. And he's like, no, wrong. Not possible. <laughs> Do not pass go. The price is wrong, bitch. No. <laughs> and then I'm really sorry that I'm quoting. It's just, it's it's the end of an era, so I have to. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one. Jasmine's eyes flew open. The whites were tinted scarlet now, like blood in water. You, she said, you of all people should have understood. Her fingers tightened suddenly, spasmatically on his lapel. You are a terrible Welshman, she said thickly. And then her chest hitched and did not hitch again. Oh, that's her last words. Sad. <laughs> you know, you're really bad at being who you are. <laughs> oh, did I mention that I was not attracted to you at all? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for cradling me in my last moments, but I just got to use them to insult you. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) That, my dear friends, is the end of Jasmine Lovelace. Mm. So Will closes her eyelids and said the final shadow hunter hail and farewell. Which we've decided that we are not, I can't pronounce Latin, so it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And Charlotte cries out, no. And then Will noticed that Charlotte, Henry, Bridget, and Cecily were all gathered around him. Like, he was so caught up in the moment, he didn't realize that they had come over. Mm-hmm. And the Lightwood brothers and Sophie are sat on the steps mending Gideon. Like, he has a bandage on his leg and stuff. And Henry comforts his grieving wife, and Will looks up and realizes that Jim isn't there. So Cecily... Kind of, I felt like this was a little, like, okay, I'm trying to think of how I want to. So Cecily obviously is, we can tell that she's liking the Shadowhunter life, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The training and she's all this stuff and like, fuck yeah, we killed the fucking world. (laughs) Yeah. And then this is just like, it really is smacking her in the face. Like Mm -hmm. the blood, the death, the whole. And so I think she's kind of being a little more numb and like blunt than she probably would be especially growing like how she had grown like with will in the last couple chapters or whatever yeah Yeah. i guess even just the night before honestly and so she's like basically kind of matter of factly tells him that he ran off after tessa and cecily knows will's feelings and stuff so it just seemed very like there was no cushioning, no, like, I thought you knew that. Like, he ran out, like, duh. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, she's, like, one of the automatons, like, kidnapped her and threw her into a carriage. And no one else could make chase because they were blocked by the automatons. And, um, like, Jim somehow got out or whatever. And it's very just, like, yeah, this happened and then this happened and this, you know, crazy. <laughs> a crazy girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so Will's, like... Take Jessamine off of my body. I need to go after them. Right. And Charlotte tells him no, like, to stop. But he, of course, like, refutes the refusal. 
He rebuts the rebuttal. <laughs> he says, oh, nay, nay. <laughs> yes. But we don't have to worry about what would have happened because just then Jim staggers through the gate. And Will is reminded of seeing Thomas as he was dying on, like, when he was, like, after the battle, when he, like, looks at his parabotai. He's like, you look like Thomas did right before he died. This is, like, the, the face and everything. This is not okay. Mm-hmm. And Jen tells the crowd that he tried to chase after the carriage, but he couldn't keep up and lost track of them near Temple Bar. And he laments that if he could have only ran faster, like, this is all my fault, whatever. But then he's thrown into a coughing fit that brings him to the ground and leaves blood all over, like, the stones. And he's able to roll on his back, but then he goes, like, completely still. So oh much God. going on. Yeah. It's like. Talk about cha- an eventful chapter. <laughs> Dude, I know. Yeah. Like everything just kind of like peaked mm-hmm. and exploded. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this chapter. I, I mean, obviously, like I said, I read the whole thing, which I should always reread the whole thing. But I was like really excited to mm-hmm. keep reading this one. Like it's the first time that. I didn't totally remember everything and was excited to remember what happened and stuff. So mm-hmm. I didn't remember Jessamine not really getting to come back. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was sad. It's a bummer. Yeah, this yeah. this chapter had everything, didn't it? Jeez. Mm-hmm. All we're missing is a little more romance. Yeah. Although with those guys, maybe they should We didn't cool get it. it with Jessamine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Oh boy. Good okay, stuff. so <laughs> make sure that you read chapter 10 like water upon sand for next week's episode. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.